love is humanity's brand. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn Fanti Family Transformational Man Cave, where we encourage males to crush your feminacy and aspire to domestic excellence. We are continuing on our Thug Devotionals tour, and this Thug Devotionals, just a quick reminder, is to help families to address this issue of the thug mentality that is this being very pervasive, almost like the lionfish in our society and this has been very instructive for me to go through this with you i'm very grateful that you've given us this privilege to share our thoughts that we believe are the thoughts that represent the heart of god and this issue of this thug uncaring cold mentality that is is very very pervasive in our society and we're grateful and that you're you're present with us today we're on reasoning number seven and this reasoning is on the topic who am i this is going into our identity embracing our divine identity not not just knowing our identity but embracing our identity but before we we embrace our identity we have to know that identity and reasoning seven is on the topic who am i we explore this we encourage you to explore this between days 13 to 15 of this 21 day tour into your new identity this new expression of who you are in christ as disciples and successors of christ we are completely different people with new identities to who we were before we started believing that jesus christ of nazareth is the only begotten son of god see second corinthians 5 verse 17 which tells us if any man is in christ he is a new creature all things are passed away behold all things are become new before that that scripture also tells us that we see no man after the flesh anymore there is no way we could appreciate and explore an intimate friendship with christ the messiah in our old identity see john 3 verse 3 galatians 5 verse 17 in our old identity, we were, we were defined as pure and undiluted, unadulterated selfishness and carnal pride. And Christ is the complete opposite. Two cannot walk unless they agree. See Amos 3 verse 3 in the Holy Bible. So for us to walk with Christ, we must boldly assume or match or agree with his identity. As 1 John 4, 17 tells us, we are Christ's identical twins and clones on this planet. Outside of an identity rebirth, we will feel so unworthy of a relationship with Christ, some won't even try and others will try too hard to walk in their identity. So, def so to define ourselves, we must understand who Christ is. We're making the point that man is made in God's image and likeness. 1 John 4 verse 17 tells us that as Christ is, so are we in this world. We are made to be the mirror image of Christ. And in the Genesis 1 story, Genesis 1, 26 to 28 teaches that we were made in God's image and the likeness. So we were made as a kind of extravagant show of who God is, who Yahweh Elohim is. So we to get to understand ourselves in this new walk with Christ, we need to understand 
who Christ is as he is the physical expression of Yahweh Elohim, the God who made the heavens and the earth, the creator and master of all matter, energy, space and time. And Christ is as God's physical manifestation. Christ is personal and engaging and at minimum he is self-made. And when we say he's engaging, it, Micah 6 verse 8 teaches in the scripture that the one of the critical things it says he has shown thee O man what is good and what does the lord require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy god and this walk humble walk with it means a, a, a submissive engagement where man engages god from recognizing god's superiority and we understand that we are engaging with an infinitely vast and superior being to us but we are expected to manifest and reflect him so christ is at minimum as the expression of god in flesh he is a self-made one see exodus 3 verses 15 to 17 he is eternal and unchanging and immutable unchanging immutable lamentation 5 19 hebrews 13 8 and jesus christ is the same yesterday today and forever no we made points that he's vulnerable christ god has changed his mind god has changed decisions he has made and many people have argued that because god changes his mind because god repents he repented with moses he repented excuse me with um, noah and that means that he changes no if you change your mind does not that does not mean that your essence who you are your identity has changed and every time someone changes their mind that does not mean that their personality has changed because god cannot change so even in him changing decisions he has made changing acts uh changing the points that decision points that he has made that doesn't change him and uh, we're gonna continue on this right after the break join the family institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our messianic mentorship programs all programs are 120 dollars per person monthly with personal sessions hundred dollars for individuals and 200 dollars for family we look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com Lincoln here from Turn to Burn FamilyFamily.com's Transformational Man Cave. Continuing on our third devotional store, we just ended on a previous segment speaking about the identity that we have and the fact that if we want to understand our identity, who we are defined as, we must understand who Christ is, who God is, who Yahweh Elohim is, who the creator of, of who our creator is. The Bible scriptures teach us that we are created in God's image and God's likeness. And in 1 John 4, 17, we understand that for us as messianic believers, those who believe in Christ, we return to that place where we can represent the image of God. And that is great news for many of us who were totally clueless as to what image we represent, what identity we have 
and we were going about seeking to be defined by a red bandana or a blue bandana or a white bandana seeking to be defined by the tattoos that we have on our body seeking to be defined by the 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 tremendously violent acts that we have done seeking to be defined by the money by the fame by the amount of trick rollers that we can that we can have on the street all these things was what we were using to define us but what we understand and this is something my wife generally says is that we were invented with a purpose and for us to understand our purpose we have to understand what the inventor had in mind and if the inventor says i am creating this human to represent me we must understand who our inventor is and we went through various elements of that in the turn to burn um, power book tour and the discipleship power book tour which we we explored earlier in this season of the turn to burn campaign we encourage you to visit that in our library we went through a couple of attributes of who christ is as yahweh elohim's physical body embodiment as Colossians 2 verse 9 says that Christ is the full expression of the Godhead bodily. So the third, ele- the second element, the second point we were making is that that God is eternal. Hebrews 13 8 says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. And many theologians argue that God has changed because he changes his mind. And we are making the point that that scripture does not confuse people line must be upon line and precept upon precept so what we understand is yes god had there are points where god changed his mind we reference noah when he says i will no longer destroy man in this way and sorry when he says that he when god says that i have changed my mind about man and i'm going to get rid of man and uh, he changes his mind with moses when he says he's going to get rid of the hebrews and start over with moses and those that does not signal that god changes when he changes his mind because that would mean every time a man changes his mind that he would change in his essence and his nature our mind does not define us and the decisions we make when we change our mind that doesn't mean that we change with the decisions that we make in terms of us changing with each decision yes the combination of decisions we make can change us but one decision does not change man the third point is that he god is invincible he's all powerful he's omnipotent and you can see genesis 17 1 job 42 verse 2 revelation 19 6 other such references and the third devotional goes into other elements of who christ is as yahweh elohim's physical embodiment he is simultaneously present everywhere at the same time in all dimensions. He's omnipresent. Psalm 139, 7-13, Zechariah 4, 10b. He is all-knowing. He cannot be outsmarted. He is omniscient. See Psalm 44, verse 21, Jeremiah 17, 7-10. And there are other references. So those are some things that speak of his personality, his attributes. And there are so many other this can take us into a whole theological debate about who Christ is, who God is. That's not the intent here. The point is that whoever God is, his attributes and so forth are things that are part of the identity of a believer. Not saying that we are God. Let us not get that. Let's get that clear. We are not God. Christians or Christians, Messianic believers are not 
God. We are God's representations in flesh. And that is what the anointing means, that we get this privilege to represent Christ, to be God's ambassadors, Christ's ambassadors on this planet. An ambassador is not the same as the king. The king is the king, the ambassador is the ambassador. They are two different persons. But the ambassador is empowered to represent the king fully wherever that ambassador is. However, the most precise and impactful, glorious definition of Christ's nature is in 1 John 4, verse 78, where Christ is defined as love. Love powers Christ's identity as it is his love that powers his fullness and as such his existence, his power, might, presence and knowledge. See Ephesians 3, 17 to 19. Okay, I feel I'm rushing a bit. I'm going to break this here and continue after the break. Then can hear from turn to burn, taking in hopefully this discussion that we have on who we are in Christ, embracing our identity in Christ, reason seven. Uh, on this Thug Devotional store for a safe landing, hopefully. We made the point previously that love is our identity. And to understand our identity, we have to understand love and God is love. There's no way we can understand who we were created to be outside of understanding God. And we went through God's attributes, some of God's attributes. And we ended up understanding that whatever the attribute that we apply to God, whether it is omnipresence, omnipotence, whether it is the fact that he does not change, is him having a personal and engaging nature. All of this is anchored in the fact that as 1 John 4, 78 says, God is love. If God is holy, he is holy love. God is omnipresent in love. Everywhere, every attribute that God is, is tagged on to his loving nature because God could be wholly wrathful God could be omnipresently wrathful God could be all-knowing in wrath everything God is could be, have been applied to his wrath it could be applied to some other attribute apart from God being love we made the point that love powers love powers Christ's identity and we are trying to encourage man to see that we are not we were not designed to be anything but love and everything we are must point to love and that's the element that's the essence of first corinthians 13 i believe in the holy bible so when a selfish and flesh-driven human begins to live with no doubt not the not the group no doubt that a man from a hebrew town called nazareth over 2015 years ago is alive now as God. They are transformed into the identity of divine love with the grace or the influence on our heart to access all of his character through gifts and fruits of his spirit. This is a heavy thing for us to digest, but what we are saying is that we are now equipped with the fruit of the spirit, and that's in Galatians 5.22, where we talk about love, joy, peace, we're equipped with love, joy, peace, gentleness, meekness, goodness, faithfulness, patience, and self-control. And we are also equipped with gifts of the Spirit that speaks to supernatural manifestations of God, 
whether it is through wisdom through knowledge through prophecy whether it is through through counseling uh, whether we have gifts the gifts represent supernatural attributes that we can we can tap into in order to represent God's love this is what which is what we are equipped with when we believe in Jesus Christ of Nazareth and all of these gifts point to the love of God that we get to love people through gifts and through his fruit many of us were, who were misled to seek to develop an identity independent of Christ, we lived in error using a single-use vessel for multiple purposes. We were never made for any other image or identity than love, as love is humanity's brand. And I think that is self-explanatory. Hopefully, if it's not, we invite your reactions. Our affirmation for today is that love awakens my real identity and I am dead to selfishness. Love awakens my real identity, and I am dead to selfishness. We also went into this in the Turn to Burn Discipleship Power Book Tour, I believe in a little more detail than this. We encourage you to revisit that. Our key scripture, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 14 to 18 in the King James Version, reads as follows. For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Wherefore, henceforth know we no man after the flesh, yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, Yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. That's the King James Version. The easy-to-read version of the Holy Bible can help to explain the scripture tract and it reads as follows 2 Corinthians 5 verses 14 to 18 the love of Christ controls us because we know that one person died for everyone so all have died he died for all so that those who live would continue would not continue to live for themselves he died for them and was raised from death so that they would live for him. Many people for him. From this time on, we don't think of anyone as the world thinks of people. It is true that in the past we thought of Christ as the world thinks, but we don't think that way now. When anyone is in Christ, it is a whole new world. The old things are gone suddenly everything is new all this is from god through christ god made peace between himself and us and gave us the work of bringing people into peace with him we encourage you to share this with your family and friends to ponder on this and understand firstly what this means for us this is such an important element of the gospel that our identity is wrapped in God when we believe in him. 
we were created to represent God and we are free to live in God's image again because of Jesus Christ. The mistakes of our past are done away with Christ if we believe, if we turn away and turn our attention to Christ and and we turn our back on a sinful life. If we can make that decision to be new, if we made old decisions and they made our old man, we can make new decisions and become a new man. That is what we're empowered to become and the thug past that we had can die with with Christ because he does not want to tinker and modify our old man. He doesn't just want to put a band-aid on our past. He wants to kill that past and make us a brand new person so that we can represent him in his fullness. We encourage you to share your views and reactions on this. Share with friends, share with your enemies, share with people who you feel this can be impactful in. If there are persons in your past that you are having a difficulty relating with, share this with them. It may open a door. If you don't have the words to open, to seek to open that door yourself, And we just pray that this is impactful in your transformation to love because at the end of the day, it makes no sense. We get planted back into our graves and we have not impacted the world the way Christ wants us to impact this world. Share with us on on our Facebook, Family Strong, your your reactions. Share on connect at familyfamily.com. Share with us on Anchor. And we encourage you to share also at our family at our familyfamily.com website. Why we're God in this world of you and your family. And until next time, be nuclear. Join the Family Institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our messianic mentorship programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly with personal sessions, $100 for individuals and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com.